Family from the Heart podcast episode number 254. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. And there we are. We are back, my friends, after two weeks of no family from the heart. Yeah. I was in Orlando last week. Had a wonderful time, you great did. experience, life changing, and I don't use those words very lightly or very often. Right, but it was. I'm glad. I'm glad that it was. Um, that it was that for you. It was. We'll talk a little bit about that later on. Oh, I thought that was it. I thought we were done. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Let's. That, that's enough of that talk. I'm just kidding. Hey, folks. We are glad to be here. I think we should just read the topics and be done. All like right. That, that no Iron, explanation okay. needed. <laughs> Guys, this, this, is, this is our lives over the last two weeks. Iron Man 3, Beauty and the Beast play, middle school play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bert. Bert. Matt, Matt's got a bump. Uh, McKenna's frostbite. Close Florida trip. Starting a ruckus. Straight a, straight a truant. Legendary chicken fried chicken. <laughs> Hiring someone, Stephanie quit, and bullying. And, well, my friends, that's going to wrap it up for this <laughs> That's week's. it. We're done. Those are actually the topics that we Thank have. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you and goodbye. Those are the topics that we and have to talk it, about. dang it, don't bless me. Oh, yeah. That was a hilarious little tidbit there. <laughs> anyway, uh, I feel like we're we're off to a little bit of a weird start, but hey, we're, we are, it, it has been two weeks since we recorded. Weird is my favorite thing about this family. Yes. If you take that away... We have nothing. Yeah, well, anyway. Unique is... is, is no, weird works. <laughs> weird, okay, weird works. All right, so Iron Man 3. Before Two weeks ago, we went to go see Iron Man yeah. 3. And my feeling, and I know Stephanie may have a different opinion on this, although we haven't really discussed it a whole lot. Uh, my feeling is that Iron Man 3 was... It was pretty good... An enjoyable, enjoyable movie. One that our family probably, if given the opportunity, all of us, maybe other than McKenna, would go back and see again at the theater at full price. And two of our children are begging to. Yeah. However, in my mind, it's nowhere near as good as Iron Man 2 and certainly not as good as The Avengers. I think I would agree with you. Really? Yes. I loved Iron Man 2. Yep. Um, really love the Avengers. I do. I think, well, and, and I love Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tony Stark and Iron Man are one of my favorite superheroes. Like, yeah. really. And, um, eccentric billionaire, th- philanthropist, ph- philanthropist, philanthropist, playboy. Right. Exactly. Love him. What was that? It's like, take away the suit. And what do you got? <laughs> Those <laughs> right. things. Those things. Oh yeah. Hello. I'm really cool. <laughs> um, what, I think the fact that he wasn't as snarky, he wasn't, there wasn't as much um, snarky because he really was going through, it was, it's a lot um, darker. Uh huh. Oh, that's the school. Is it? Yes. Do you want to answer it? I think I do. All right. We'll pause. We'll be right back after this momentary uh, pause for a phone conversation with Stephanie in the school. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So anyway. Wasn't the call I was waiting for. Just a child. <laughs> it oh. was just a child. Just a child. Anyway, we are back. So Iron Man 3, you were saying. Iron Man 3. I was saying that um, that it wasn't the Tony Stark that we know and love because he is going through something. There is a whole storyline there in this movie. Um, this movie is darker than... Um, the entire movie. The ones before. Not. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but I'm not. It, but um, the entire movie is Tony kind of recounting what's been going on through his life. Tony needs therapy, <laughs> like in a real way, <laughs> and um, and this is kind of like the beginning of the process. Okay, very good. Right, and yeah. that's no spoilers. No it, spoilers. The the action was just action for action's sake. In a mm-hmm. lot of cases, for me, you know, it, there was. I mean. It it almost seemed a little bit transformerish. Transformerish. Um, I didn't think that. You didn't think so. No. Okay. But maybe just because I have this love affair with Iron Man that I don't have with Transformers. Okay. Yeah. Well, I definitely. You know, know. Optimus Prime just doesn't really. Yeah. Get me the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm Robert Downey Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. may yeah. have just a little bit to do with that. I will tell you that I I did really love that they had um. Pepper play um, a more um, upfront role in this movie and um, is involved in more of the action that's going on. And then I heard in an interview that that was Robert's doing that. That was his. um, He wanted her in more of a of an action role in the movie. But I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, As much as I love Iron Man. I know that he belongs to Pepper Potts and that they should be together. And yes. I'm okay with that. Here, here's what I will say. And tell me if you agree with this. Okay. Iron Man 2, of, the, of all of the movies where Iron Man has been in it so far, Avengers is the best. Iron Man 2 is the second best. Iron Man 3 is the third. And Iron the original Iron Man is the last. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Would you agree with that statement? Yeah, I barely even remember the story of the original Iron Man because I rarely ever watch it. Um, two was my favorite um, and probably still is my favorite. I really love the Avengers. We could watch it over and over again in this house and we would all be okay with that. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I think I think I would say that. Yeah. I think so I so that. we're not saying it's a, it, it definitely isn't a bad movie, but it's just not as good as the Avengers or Iron Man 2. But I still would opinion. go see it again. But we would still go see it again. So by all means, this is go get your popcorn, take your family out, go see yourself as an Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. That's that's our overall rating and review. Right. All right. Beauty and the Beast at the at a, at the, the, the middle school play, the middle school play. Right. Not so bad. It really wasn't. I was not looking forward to going to this play at all. Listening to um, middle schoolers sing yeah, Beauty and the Beast. It really wasn't something that I was looking forward to. Megan really wanted to go because she had some friends that were in it. And then um, I got an email from Matthew's language arts teacher that said that they could get extra credit if they brought back a um, program signed by the teacher who directed the play. And so, so we paid $30 for extra credit and, um, 
And we went as a and, family. As a family. And we had some pretty decent entertainment. We did. Actually, it was enjoyable. It was much, much better than what I had anticipated from middle schoolers. It really was. Um, there, the, the key roles were actually done really well. Really well. And so, overall, I mean, it... it it blew my mind. It exceeded my expectation, and I enjoyed the experience. Yes, I would agree with you. I had yeah. I had a really good time. And of course, I'm the type of person who I I love the live. I, I love a, a live, live performance. performance. Mm-hmm. I love plays. I love musicals, and and really get into that. And I, you know, I, I I kind of I don't know if many people know this. Do you know I had forgotten about this until recently? You know, a lot of people ask me this, like. Gosh, Cliff, you know, without being formally trained to speak, you know, to do public speaking, you do a pretty good job. You took drama classes. I forgot. I was a, I was a drama major. I was a, a, drama minor. a theater minor. Right. I forgot all about that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I used to do improv classes really? and everything. Like, you just forgot I like compl- this whole. That part of my part life. Of, yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, it's crazy. I forgot yes. all about that. That I've had all. I mean, I took speech and drama, and yes, I did. and I took uh, I took a lot of theater classes, mm-hmm. a ton of theater classes, and I've seen a lot of theater. So I guess some of that has paid off. I in, think it has in some of my public speaking. Anyway, so that is Iron Man three, Beauty and the Beast middle school play. The next one is uh, Stephanie wants to tell you about Bert. I do want to tell you about Bert. So. Um, Many, many of you will know or remember that um, I had given Cliff's iPad Mini um, the nickname Bertha, and it really, it was so that I could use it in a foul way, (laughs) but um, when it come leading up to Mother's Day, um, the kids kept asking me what I wanted, and I'd been thinking for a long time about what, if I would want my own iPad Mini. And um, decided that I did. So I asked for um, for Bert. For, and I, I even named him Bert before. Um, like, they asked me what I wanted for Mother's Day. And I said Bert. And then explained that that would be the name for my iPad mini. And um, so, so Bert is my iPad mini who didn't make it downstairs with me. Is still upstairs. But um, I'm really liking it. I'm really liking it. I've read some news. I've played that stupid game um (laughs) tell them what the stupid game is candy crush saga i really i really you know here's the thing would hurt the people who created that game if they were in front of me (laughs) it's not it's not funny you could just delete the game you know i could but But i can't delete it with her making that frowny face at me yes you can like i I have to make her smile and then delete it Mm. because i can't just that little character just crying just kind of breaks my heart and annoys me all at the same time (laughs) but um so so i have i have um i have bert and i'm looking for you know i can't wait to have the you know to be sitting down and not wanting to play that game and start looking for other looking through the app store for other things that i can that i can put on there to enjoy so so to uh today while we were you're the type of person who really enjoys making lists and writing things down i do and stuff like that now while we were out to lunch uh i brought my ipad mini with me and i have a program on my app called notability Mm -hmm. and i happen to have a special little pen that allows me to draw on my screen uh you know just like it would a regular pen 
What did you think about that app? Is that um, something that you would be interested in? I might be interested in trying it. I don't like your pen. Okay. Um, but but it. I mean, it could be something that I could um, that I could try because I do make a ton of lists in my everyday life, and um, but then I can I could because I can make my list and not lose them. <laughs> I I can store them and title them and keep them and um. And I like the idea of that for for future lists, you know. Where did I write my 2013 goals? Right. Like I have no idea where those are right now. Yeah. And um and so just for keeping keeping things in an orderly manner. Right. Yes. Cool. So but also for Mother's Day, um Megan had um you had taken Megan out and so she got um two mother's day balloons we love balloons in this house we really do and we buy balloons often so i have two mother's day balloons and then i got a gorgeous um bouquet of flowers in this really pretty purple vase and mckenna made me two things at school and um and then this paper that i'm holding that i want to tell you about which is a little how well do you know your mom thing but her card that um that she made me was it has two arms on it and they're crossed and it says i love you and then when you open them up it says this much it, it's just so adorable and i love it and it's one of those things that i'll keep and then she wrote a poem about um her favorite body part and which is her legs and um and the things that she can do because she has legs and the things she wouldn't be able to do if she didn't. Okay. And, um, and so that's really, it's really cute and sweet, but they did this, um, they did this little question thing on how well do you know your mom? And so is, what is your mom's hair? What color is your mom's hair? And she put red, which it was a long time ago, but it's not anymore. Um, what's the best food your mom cooks? Um, honey cashew chicken is one of her favorite dishes. How old is your mom? 34. She got that right. Name something funny your mom says or does. Your room is atrocious. I love this. And atrocious is written in all capital letters and has an exclamation point after it. Like she really, <laughs> she gets the meaning behind it. Yes. Um, what does your mom like to do for fun? Sleep. <laughs> nice. Where does your mom like to shop? Kroger. What color do you most often see on your mom? Red slash black. And then she drew a picture of me looking at my best, which I must say, next family portrait, just hold this up and that, that'll be me. Um, it's where, a little stick figure with Stephanie's got a little mop hair. Yeah, it's awesome. it is. But look, I'm wearing a dress. Yes, she is wearing a dress. So you can a see through it. She has a triangle x-ray <laughs> vision right. dress. Um, where would your mom like to eat? And she put BF Chang's, which she means PF Chang's. And I thought that that was really cool that she knows that. Um what would your mother like you to do for her to make Mother's Day special? She would like to snuggle with me. Aww. I just thought it was so sweet. That's awesome. So, anyway. Hey, real quick, I was looking in the chat room here. Darcy says that she has forced herself not to download Candy Crush. And Kim says, I too am in the clutches of the little girl on Candy Crush. I'm telling you, she's a powerful, powerful little demon who just, I, I can't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but everybody kept telling me how great this game was. 
and I'm. I love this game. I, I am on do. level 110. Okay, and have been for weeks. Right? I have been on level 110 for weeks. I have got I like just you know one move away from <laughs> passing that level yeah. three times out of probably 50 times. Right. And it, and I really am at I, unless there's some kind of strategy that I should imp, should be employing that I'm not that aware not, of. Yeah. Uh, which that's happened before. I kind of it's, oh, I really need to employ a strategy here. Um, but I, I haven't been able to f- figure out a strategy yet, and I do pretty good at you know getting some combinations and stuff like that. But I, it's a tough one. I think this one is one that literally will gum, come down to it's it's just the it's the luck of the draw. It really is because there when it comes to what you know what you get. There have been a couple of levels that I'm just like I'm never going to get this. I'm never going to get this, and then just out of nowhere. Now you and I share a Apple and Apple ID, and of course with Candy right. Crush Saga, when you are finished with certain levels to move up to the next level, you have to pay like ninety nine cents to get to it. Have you gotten to where it asks you to pay ninety nine cents or to do anything like that? Because I'm I'm interested to see that since we use the same thing, if it'll ask me that as if well, if it's going to ask you, or if when it does ask you, it says you've already paid for this, right? But uh, well, no, I'll let you know when it, that happens. So. I will tell you, Candy Crush Saga is, I think it's free or really cheap for the to, to actually purchase. Um, and the it's nine, you know, every I thought it was free, but that could be because you had, had already, already paid for it. Probably. But no, it wouldn't. It would tell me that. That's it could be before it, it depends. So, but anyway. here's the situation, though, is that, you know, there are some in-app 99 cent purchases to get you up or to make it to like new levels that you can clear later. Um, in my mind, I've probably spent about $10 on this game. <laughs> okay. But here's here's what I will tell you. This game has given me hours upon hours upon hours. Of, of frustration? En- no, of enjoyment. I enjoy the game. It, 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 it is something that I really enjoy. I've been playing this game for almost a year now. Have you really? Yeah. Well, ever since I got my iPad. Yeah. Has that been a year? It's been it, for several months. Yeah. Huh. At least six months. I know. Okay. But um, I, I really like Candy Crush Saga. And I know you do. I think you actually enjoy it. You're just afraid to admit it. No. Really, I'm not playing it. I think I will. All right. All right. After I make her smile again. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) You're going to you're going to make her smile. You're going to go on to the next level and then it's going to be that challenge. Do you think so? Yep. Okay. It should be called Candy Crack. It should. Yeah, it really should. Anyway. All right. So tell us about Matt's bump. Well, actually, if you don't mind, I'd rather tell you about McKenna's Frostbite. Okay. Because Matt's bump and the straight A truant and the starting a ruckus and the bullying can all go together. Okay. Right? Sure. Okay. Does that make sense? Can you tell Stephanie built the show notes for this week? Hey, you asked me what to talk That's about. That's fine. Go ahead. This is my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, last week you were in Florida. I was. And um, leaving me here for, you know, the crazy, chaotic life that we lead. Mm-hmm. And um, we we just had, like, we were just, we were just out of sorts, okay? I can tell you that when we went to California for spring break, mine, plus our three children, our minds didn't quite come back. 
Yeah. And so there's a, there's a little part of us that's kind of still on spring break <laughs> waiting for summer vacation to start. And, um, and so we, we've really been kind of struggling the last few weeks and to, to get it together. So last week you're out of town and McKenna had a dentist appointment, which we had been dreading and dreading it. Um, got moved that the appointment got moved and changed. And so it ended up being, um, creating even more chaos. And she could only eat soft foods because of this thing that she had done. Right. Okay. So we wake up Wednesday morning and I'm like, her mouth is still hurting. She's whining. It's, it, you know, we're having a, we're having a difficult morning getting together, getting it together. And so I'm like, okay, Janie, what do you want? And for those of you who don't know, we call McKenna Janie Mm -hmm. most of the time. We really only call her McKenna when we're talking to you guys, but we call her Janie. Okay, Janie, what, what are you going to be able to eat for lunch today? Um, and so I'm naming off all of these soft things that I can think of. And she's, she's saying no to all of them. And I'm like, okay, so how about some soup? I'll make you some, um, some chicken noodle soup. She's like, okay, I can work with that. And I go to the cabinet to get a can of soup out and I don't have any. Well, we don't have time to go to the store before I take her to school. If we do that, she's going to be late. Right. And um, she was already late on Monday because she was supposed to go to the dentist and then they called and canceled. So I took her to school and then she left early on Tuesday for the dentist appointment. So I'm like, okay, we really can't have three days in a row where something's occurring. You have to get to school on time. I will take you to school. I'll go to Kroger. I'll buy your soup, go home and cook it and bring your lunch to school. Right? So I took her. Went to Kroger, got the stuff, came home, and I started doing other things. I mean, I was putting together our dinner because it went in the Dutch oven and it was cooking all day. Um, I took a shower and got dressed and ready because it was Wednesday and it's the day that Sarah and I you know, have lunch together. And I leave the house. I go to pick Sarah up and... It's 11.56. Okay. And I look at the clock and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to take McKenna lunch. And she goes to lunch at noon. And it's four minutes till noon. And it's four minutes till noon. And you just picked up Sarah. Yes. Which means I'm on the other side of town Mm -hmm. away from school. So I call the school in a frantic and uh, tell the front office and they put me through to McKenna's teacher and I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm coming. I know that I've messed up and I'm coming. Sarah and I rushed to Kroger. We get some chicken noodle soup off their hot bar and her, her favorite Powerade, hoping that that might, you know, kind of help the situation where I've totally forgotten my child. <laughs> and um, rushed to school. McKenna is in the office waiting for me. And I hand it to her and I, I tell her, you know, what I got it and that I'm so sorry. And <laughs> cold shoulder. Mm. I mean, won't even speak to me. And, um, and so I've just, I'm so sorry. I said, can I have a kiss? Uh, mm-mm. Um, and so she's heading back to the lunchroom. I'm like, can I open the door for you? I got it. She was <laughs> like the serious cold. Sh- I have never had so much, uh, 
frostbite from that child before. Yeah. Ever. And um it's and like so touching dry ice. It really was. It really was. It it burnt. It it stung for quite a while. But here's the deal. I knew I messed up. I forgot my kid in like the worst way possible. She had like 15 minutes to eat her lunch, but the soup that I brought her was too hot for her to eat, so she didn't get to eat very much of it. And um and so I told Sarah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do something to make that up to her, you know. That that I messed up. Yeah. I messed up bad. And so I decided that I was going to buy her a stuffed creature because she loves stuffed animals. And um we were at Target and we were looking for I was looking for the one. I was trying to find an animal that maybe she didn't have already. Mm-hmm. But um but she really loves bears. And there on the bottom shelf at Target was this ginormous bear who actually on its tag is called Mama Bear. And I'm like, okay, that's the one. And so... By the way, this bear is like the size of Matthew. It's the size of McKenna. Okay. It is. And, um, And it's just, it's so sweet and it's so soft. And so... So that's the one that I, I, I picked out and uh, I go to pick her up from school and I have buckled mama bear in the seatbelt of the back seat. And so she opens the door and I said, I said, do you forgive me? And she's like, for what? I said, for forgetting to bring your lunch. She goes, but you did bring me lunch. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe that three hours did her some good. <laughs> right yeah and uh and so she climbs in and the way mckenna climbs into um to miss piggy our new car she actually when she climbs up she's facing the back seat and so she sees mama bear sitting back there and she's like who's that well that's mama bear and she asked me what she's in and i said she's to she's to tell you how sorry i am that i forgot to bring your lunch on time today and so, and we were good after that. Uh, didn't you say, she says, I forgive you. I forgive she, you. Yes, she did. She's like, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Yeah. It, it was sweet. And so mama bear has joined the family of uh, creatures on McKenna's bed. Yes. And leaving uh, no room for leaving, McKenna in the no, bed, but she doesn't mind. No, she really doesn't mind. But, um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else to finish the story, but I don't remember what it was. I think uh, I think the cool thing about this story, though, is that, you know, sometimes we make mistakes as parents. And one of the things that's important for McKenna and all of our children to know is that, you know, they matter to us that, you know, that that sometimes we can get caught up in our own things. And that when we make a mistake and we might forget an important thing that that they know that, hey, this we understand we messed up and we want you to know that you mean more to us than what than, right. what we communicated by our misstep. By our actions, yeah. right. And um, it's, this is what I was going to say. So we got home from school that afternoon, and I found the can of soup. I had already opened it and put it in the bowl to heat it up in the microwave. I just got distracted somewhere along the way. So I had started the process of taking it to her, but then I let my my distractions get in the way. So... But yes, it's very important that not only do my kids know that they're important to me, but that I can 
um, that I can show them when I make a mistake, I'm able to admit it and to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. And in this case, bribe with a huge stuffed bear. Gotcha. All right. What's the next thing you want to cover? Because you said they all go in order. Well, you can go now with your. My um, Florida trip. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, while Stephanie was forgetting soups and buying bears, I was in Florida and doing the dentist and and, all the other things, Matt bump. And yeah. Yeah. So I was in Florida for the, what's called the score conference and score is an acronym S C O R R E, which is an outline for a, uh, basically a template or a method of building public speaking talks. And this, this uh, conference is helping you to uh, prepare more focused, uh, very intentional um, speeches for public speaking. And it's not only about building talks that people will be able to walk away and understand exactly what you intended for them to hear and take away with them, but it's also one, it it includes a a lot of one-on-one coaching uh, and group coaching uh, from the instructors there, everybody that I think there was there were a couple hundred people at the conference, but they break everybody up into groups of no more than nine students. And in your group, every evening you're required to give a five minute speech. Uh, that means that everything you want to communicate has to be communicated in five minutes, and you cannot go over five minutes. And of course, me trying to communicate anything with only five minutes is pretty difficult. Right. Except for the fact that I have learned by using the score method how to do that and to do it awesomely. Uh, so I'm very, very excited about this new method of, of, commu- of building a talk, preparing for a talk, and practicing a talk. Uh, it has radically transformed my, <coughs> my uh, public speaking technical skills. The two other things that it helped me with that I was hoping for is that um, I really feel confident in, in the opening of a talk now. Um, I know that I can actually come up, you know, come up there and instead of saying, hey, everybody, thanks for having me here. So glad to be here. There won't be any of that in any of my talks. I will immediately, as it were, jump into character. Right. You know, that I will I will demand or I will demand and command attention from my audience, which is going to be awesome. And not only that, but I also learned just how important a powerful close. So a strong open and a powerful close are the only two things needed outside of this one thing, which is called your objective. So um, it's it's radically transformed how I will communicate in public speaking moving forward. And if any of you who are listening to my voice, if you've ever heard me speak anywhere, uh, I encourage you to go to podcastanswerman.com slash score, S-C-O-R-R-E. Uh, there are two R's in it. So podcastanswerman.com slash score. If you go to that site, there's a 10-minute video where I do a talk that is a persuasive talk on why everybody who watches this video should go to the SCORE conference. Yes. So there you go. Very good. It was awesome. It was it was one of the top five best investments I've ever made in my professional career. Very cool. Hands and down. we could, um, Megan and I watched your three five-minute talks that you gave at the conference, yep. and um, you could definitely tell a difference. 
Yes. You really could. It was valuable. It was. And I can I cannot wait to speak at the platform conference, Michael Hyatt's uh, next conference in Dallas, Texas. And uh, I think I'm going to give myself a what's called a super session at New Media Expo, which is super session is um, it is a session that only has two other competing sessions at the same time. So it's not quite a full keynote at New Media Expo, but it's the it's between a regular session and the keynote. A regular session and the keynote. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. So pretty excited about that. Are you doing something on the internet there? I was. What were you doing? I'm done now. What were you doing? I, I'm trying to prove a point. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a good one. Um, Phineas and Ferb, their theme song say, sings that there's 104 days of summer vacation. Oh, okay. Which Tony wrote in the chat room and I just had to say, actually, there's not. Yeah. I wish. That, that would be we nice. We went somewhere that there was 104 days of summer vacation, but actually there's 81. 81 here. Yeah. So. All right. So Matt's bump. Matt's bump. So um, you're in Florida learning all of your fantastic speaking techniques. And I am taking our kids to the dentist and forgetting their soup and getting a phone call on Thursday that starts off with Mrs. Ravenscraft. This is so-and-so from the such-and-such first aid room. And... um. This is not an emergency. <laughs> that was that was how the phone call began, and um, and so she's Matthew's in here. He has been um, he was hit in the head with a chair. Hit in the head with a chair, right? Which are the words that to me just say, you know, Mama Bear on guard right now. Yeah. Okay. I don't even want to hear the story. I want to come up here and I want to make like a big scene and cause some trouble. And I've been itching to cause some trouble for a while just in my life. And this seemed like a good place to point all of that energy. And so here's the story is that um, they were in chorus, which is 60 students to one teacher. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who was a friend of ours, and I'm not speaking negatively of this teacher at all. Um, I love her. She she is a personal friend and was before she was a teacher to our students, mm-hmm. to our children, who are now her students. Right. Um, but 60 kids to one teacher, that's a big responsibility. Yes, it is. Okay. Especially at the age in which they are. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... They're in this, they're in chorus. Boy A sits in boy B's chair. Matthew is neither boy A or boy B. Just to say. Okay, so boy A sits in boy B's chair and refuses to get up because this is what 12-year-old boys do. That This is how they behave. So in typical 12-year-old boy fashion, boy B pushes boy A on the floor. I would too, by the way. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, boy A kicks over boy B's chair. All right? Yeah. Boy B goes to put his chair back upright, but as he was doing it, he had the legs in the air. Matthew got hit in the head with a chair. Right. The only thing Matthew was doing was being in his seat where he was supposed to be at the time he was supposed to be there. Right. And by the way, the, this is a, in a class where there are what you call razors 
uh, uh, risers, whatever. Yeah, where so the stairs, stairs are, are. Yeah, stairs are stair stepped up. Yes. So ch- at chair level, you know, right. at, at ground level for that chair is at head, head level, level for, for the Matthew low, and, who's right, in front for the um, row below you, and um, and so I'm like, okay, I talked to Matthew, and um, and I didn't get that story when she called. I got that story much later. I just thought I'd go ahead and tell what happened. Right. Um, so I talked to Matthew. He's obviously shaken. Um, one of my favorite things about our son is also one of my most annoying things about our son, and that's how sensitive he is. Um, and I think it's because I'm not as sensitive that it annoys me. But I really do love that about him. But he was really, I mean, he was really upset. His head hurt. And um, so I just said, well, I'll go ahead and I'll come and get him. And, um, and that, and that'll be that. So I pick him up. Obviously we're watching him all afternoon, um, for possible signs of a concussion. Although I, I was pretty sure he was fine, but, um, but needed to, to watch for that behavior. So I get the story from, from the teacher, our friend, and, and that kind of calms down the mama bear, right? Yeah. And then the next day which is Friday, I pick you up from the airport. Mm-hmm. We go have lunch, come home, and the mail has arrived. Uh-oh. In the mail is a letter from such and such school, and it says to Mr. Cliff Ravenscraft, yeah. your daughter Megan is truant. What she does said, truant mean, anyway? I don't know the actual definition of truant, but it is it is like habitually missing classes. Like it, it's, um, so this letter, it's a formal letter, which I despise, even though I know you send them sometimes. Um, and I know you send them because I'm on your mailing list and I get them, but, um, but it's, it's so it, it's, it's one of those, they send everybody. It's a template. It's a template. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. And um, and so that just, it sparked something in me again. In the fact that you have a straight A student who's been tardy five times and went home six, seven times. She, she's come home. She's terrified to miss a day of school because she might miss something. And you're telling me that she's missed too many classes. <laughs> like, there's something not right here. And um, and so I just got all frustrated with them again. Up until last Thursday, I would have nothing but good things to say about the school that our kids go to. Yeah. Really, nothing but good things to say. So you're like, whatever, shred the letter. I'm, I'm like looking at all of her absences and what they marked down and what time she signed out and all this. I'm, I'm like ready to go up there. And what's it say? What? Start a ruckus. Start a ruckus. Yes. I'm re- I am ready. I'm ready. My kid got hurt on your premises yesterday. You're telling me my kids, a- the other kids are truant today. I am ready to start a ruckus. Right? Yep. And then yesterday, as I'm in the parking lot to pick up Matthew, I receive an email from one of his teachers and it says that um, he was involved in some things of calling, um, calling other kids gay. And they have a no tolerance policy. This is not going 
to happen at our school. And um, so he's been given an after school detention. The letter went, the note went on to say that at first he denied it. And then after prompt and pressure, he admitted to it. Okay. And that I told him you would, that I'd be emailing you and you would be disappointed in him. Ooh, those are words that are going to ruffle you some feathers. My feathers be ruffled. (laughs) So Matthew gets in the car and I said, how was your day? He's like, I don't know. How do you think my day was? Because he knows that I've already gotten an email. And um, so we, we talk about this and he's like, mom, I was, I was pushing and I was shoving, but I did not say those things. I heard people saying those things, but it was not me. And I asked him, and again, did you say that? No, I did not. Matthew, if you didn't say that, why on earth would you admit to it? Mommy, I just wanted it to be over. I just wanted it to be over were my son's words to me. Yeah, that's that prompting and pressure. That's the prompting and pressure. Okay, police are not allowed to use coercion. Why should middle school teachers be allowed to do it? Yeah. Okay, so I responded to this teacher by email and told her that um, that we, he would accept the afternoon detention for pushing and shoving, which everyone in all capital letters was participating in. Um, but he is insistent that he did not say these things. He did hear other people saying them, but did not look to see who was saying them or who they were being said to. And that Matthew has been being bullied. He's been the recipient. He's been the recipient of bullying all year. And my only disappointment in my son. And the only thing I regret about this email is that I didn't capitalize that part just to make sure that she understood. My only disappointment in my son is that he doesn't feel like he can come to me or his teachers about the bullying that he has been taking all year long. Don't tell me that you and your school have a bunch of 11, 12, and 13-year-olds and are able to implement a no-tolerance policy. Number one, I've been 11, 12, and 13. I've been the new student. I've been the bully. I've been the one being bullied. I know how they behave. Yep. Not because I have to that age, but because I've also been and don't that go, age. And don't go telling our child how disappointed we are. Don't you dare tell my child that I am disappointed in them. If I'm disappointed, I will tell them myself. Yeah. yeah. I, my feathers are ruffled. I've had about as much as I can take right now. (laughs) And she hasn't responded to my email. So I followed it up with a phone call. And if I don't get an answer to my phone call, you better believe when I'm finished with this podcast, I'm going into the building and someone better speak to me. I am not going to let my son, who has been bullied in your school all year long, be labeled a bully. Yep. Not going to happen. And now I'm very emotional. And my face is really red. And I'm having a hard time breathing. <laughs> I'm feeling like it, it is raising my blood pressure just to think that you can 
pressure this sensitive little boy who really just wants to be invisible into admitting something that he didn't do. Right. Just to make it be over. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 one thing to say, you know what? I, there was a, definitely a kid in a purple shirt who was pushing around and, and, you know, and stuff like that. Well, that's fine. There was a bunch of people pushing each other around. Matthew certainly does admit to doing that. And that's certainly a reason for detention. That's fine. But, but, but the rest of the class better be joining him in detention. <laughs> but you don't you don't sit there and say my son is bullying people. And, and you never tell my son how I feel about him. Absolutely the not. The only one who can tell him that is me. And and I don't even think it's something that we should take lightly. No. Or pr- preferably ever even say. It's like, hey, I'm do- disappointed in what you've chosen to do here. I'm disappointed in your actions. Uh, I'm disappointed with you know the the circumstances, but never with you. But I'm not disappointed in you, right? Uh, see, th- those are those are strong words. They are strong words. And here and here's the other thing. Again, this is a teacher that I like, and that you know, I don't know her personally outside of school. Sure, we've bumped into each other at Kroger a few times, and and they had you know Megan last year, but that doesn't mean that you know me. Yeah. And I'm about to show you that you don't know me at all. <laughs> anyway, my friends. So as you can tell, we've had quite the interesting uh, two weeks since our last episode of Family from the Heart. Yes, we have. There you go. Here we go. Fun stuff. That was fun. Ma- I enjoyed that. Mama- I'll, just, I'll just play that back for them. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can do that. <clears throat> You know, the, you know, we'll, we didn't, we don't need to actually cover anything else. These three okay. other items that were on our list of things to talk about, but um, you know, as you're sitting there talking, of course, I'm right outside Are you my watching window. The mama bird. Yeah, I, I sit there and I watch the mama bird uh, with her two little baby birds in the nest that's right under our deck. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I sit there and watch them all the time. She brings food and stuff like that, and uh, it's it's kind of fun because it reminds me of when I go out there like to help Matt and I'm getting mm-hmm. ready to pull the uh that or um the, the lawnmower mo- mm-hmm. yeah the lawnmower out and stuff like that and she circles around my head she goes yeah, wee, she wants you don't hurt her babies and and the same is true i i am all about having my kids learn a lesson i know that there are some lessons that they are just going to have to learn the hard way i know that they are going to make mistakes and they're going to do stupid stupid things they are going to say stupid things yep but if my kid doesn't think i have his back something's wrong yeah and and the other thing is is they're they're gonna make they're gonna do stupid things that that's it i mean they're they're young kids they don't know everything they don't have our you know 30 or 40 years of experience in life to to make those right decisions yet and we just have to recognize that but to say we're disappointed in them as individuals no not so much. Anyway, my friends, uh, <laughs> way to end this one on a positive note. But anyway, we're so glad and thankful to have each and every one of you tuning into our family from the heart. We are a unique and not so ordinary family. And uh, we are trying to find our path towards the lives that which. We for were which created. we were for created. which we were created yeah it was something like that yeah anyway if you guys want to leave feedback you can over at uh, gspn.tv actually just go to familyfromtheheart.com this is episode number 254 
But uh, anyway, have you dealt with bullying in your school? Are you the bully? Were you the bully in school? We yes, want to hear about it. I was. And I told my kids that. I was the one being bullied in school. I know you were. And I'm sorry for that. But uh, anyway... We just want to say thank you to each and every one of you. We'll be back again next week with whatever happens over the next seven days. Until then, we encourage you to live your life with purpose and ruffle feathers. Some man.